0: Welcome back to New Roads with Jordan O'Donnell. I am Jonah Baker, your host for this segment, and today we'll be talking with Taylor Vashro and Steph Froelich, the health and wellness coordinators for the Zune Garden Bus Tour, to talk a little bit about what quarantine has looked like for us so far. Uh, in case you didn't know, we are in Big Bear, California, going through a pause in our trip to make sure that you know everyone on the team is safe. Uh, finding a way to balance work and life and I had a nice long conversation with the two of them about you know what exactly that looks like how our lives have changed a little bit as we've managed to take a pause in a really really beautiful place and managed to you know find the beauty of being stuck as it were anyways really hope you guys enjoy and here we go All right, we are back at the New Roads with usually Jordan O'Donnell, but not this time podcast. Um, this time we'll be talking to Steph Rolick and Taylor Vashro, um, both of the health and wellness coordinators for the trip. And obviously, guys, we're in a bit of a unique situation, have been for these past couple of days, um, and we kind of wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about what it's like to go through quarantine. So Taylor, obviously, you've already been on the pod, but Steph, do you want to kind of introduce yourself a little bit and kind of take the audience through what your job's been so far and what you've been doing for the past few days trying to keep us sane?
1: Yeah, sure. So my name's Steph Froelich. I'm one of the wellness coordinators here with Taylor Basho. I came on the trip. It's kind of a long story, but I was living in Thailand for the last almost two years. And then um, long story short, I got stuck in Nepal for three weeks. Um, And then everything happened with COVID and I was trying to get back to Thailand. Um, But that didn't pan out as planned so then um, because of that I decided to come home to the states so three weeks after living in a hostel basically in Kathmandu I found a repatriation flight with Korean airlines so it was me and this other American girl we were the only two non-Koreans to be on this flight but anyways we got back home and my dad picked me up from uh, JFK and then a couple weeks later Jordan I knew that he was working on this um, this whole bus tour and this promo tour and um, I stopped by to visit the to see his bus and to visit um, his grandparents place and see what he was doing came to find out he started a whole business <laughs> and hired 17 no 18 people no I guess 20 people um, we don't even know yeah <laughs> <laughs> do we even know anymore <laughs> Um but anyways, didn't realize that he had been working on it for so long, this book and this uh, this bus tour and everything. And uh, he told me then that he could use a wellness coordinator, which um, he basically prefaced it as just somebody who um, could help with the cooking, the laundry, basically like being the mom of the trip. And I was super interested in that. And um, I knew that he had talked to Taylor Vasho about it as well. And Taylor and Jordan were good friends in college. I was good friends with Jordan in college as well. And didn't know Taylor Bashro too, too well. But <laughs> now we know each other quite well. We've been sleeping in the same bed for the last <laughs> month. Um, but it's been really awesome. So uh, bottom line, I am here on this tour. It's been three and a half weeks now. Uh, we've been Taylor and I have been grocery shopping and doing laundry and planning a lot of the dinners, trying to stay as healthy as possible, especially during this global pandemic. Um, It has been quite, quite the experience, and now we have found ourselves in Big Bear Lake, California, quarantining for the last, how long has it been? A week?
0: days are just
1: yeah days are just (laughs) i don't even know what a day is
0: anymore they all are kind of starting to bleed together (laughs) but yeah i mean most of the time we try to focus on like you know all the really exciting aspects of the trip and all the Mm -hmm. crazy experiences we've had and whatnot um but it's also just as important to kind of focus on you know the roadblocks that we've hit and we're obviously at a pretty decent one at this point um yeah i think we've been here for i think the bus got here six days ago and then after the whole Flagstaff debacle um but <laughs> the the rest, <laughs> the, got, the rest of the group got the rest of the group rolled in a day later so i think that it's about five or six days in big bear as far as as far as i can remember um so yeah do you, each of you guys want to kind of like for the rest of the group take us through what we've uh, managed to do like why we ended up here and what we're doing and what we're doing to kind of like fix it
1: Taylor you can take over this one I've been talking too much
2: yeah so what we're doing here I mean (laughs) gosh I feel like the first few days it was just figuring out how to breathe and recover and gather Mm -hmm. our bearings um, because we had traveled I know on the bus we had traveled through the hottest like days I've ever lived in in Arizona it was like 111 on a non-air-conditioned bus um, just like sitting in traffic sweating our (laughs) sweat out
1: (laughs) side note on that 111 like you said in Arizona we get out to go to a gas station Jake Harris (laughs) his entire back is just a completely different color of shirt <laughs> and his pants are completely drenched and the front half you can't tell that he was like sweating at all but the
2: back half was just was I mean it was half soaked. and
1: half it was soaked
2: yeah and sad part about that is the one of the trailers we had to abandon and flag- flagstaff and that also happened to be the trailer that contained all of Jake's clean clothing, <laughs> so then when we got here, I forgot about that. <laughs> Jake That's stayed in his like <laughs> post drenched s- clothes that had since dried, and everyone was like, "Dude, why don't you shower and so i mean that that all I think kind of plays into this. Um, beginning of our experience here which was just really trying to gather ourselves and and recover and rest for for at least a few days Um, Mm -hmm. we are in one of the most beautiful spots I think I've seen on the west coast so far Uh, we're surrounded by these pine covered mountains um, in a in a valley with a lake Mm -hmm. and so it's this vacation spot for the locals and for the LA peeps and so we happen to find ourselves here um Mm -hmm. and I guess at first it was just like I said rest recovery people were going on hikes if if they weren't super fatigued or they were sleeping all day (laughs) if that's what they needed taking showers just honestly enjoying the experience of having a a kitchen and a bathroom um that -hmm. are like in a home Mm -hmm. not on a bus (laughs) for
1: a bit this cabin isn't even I mean it's beautiful and it's perfect but it's really not even that big but I think because we've been like stuffed in two trailers and a bus Mm -hmm. anything that's like a a few inches bigger than that we're like (gasps) oh my gosh (laughs) so we've really been soaking up the quote space relative space yeah
2: exactly and then yeah as the dust Mm. started to settle as people started to arrive we um you know counted heads made sure everyone got here safely and then after i would say maybe another 24 hours we started to develop our game plan for work um because you know of course we're still here to um promote a book that's Mm -hmm. what our mission is that's what brought everyone together and so uh after a little bit of r&r we circled up and made our game plan for how we can Mm -hmm. continue to operate from big bear um and from kind of a remote setting Mm
1: mm-hmm
0: Right. So how would you say that um, working from quarantine has gone so far? I mean, obviously, that we've already had to make a pretty big shift as far as, you know, moving an entire operation on the road and trying to, like, you know, bounce between coffee shops, to, like have Wi-Fi and like do that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And now completely changing again with af- after, um, you know, having to go into quarantine. And now we're dealing with, you know, some people being incapacitated, some people being able to work. And even if we are able to work, mm-hmm. like, you know, figuring out what that looks like. Uh, how do you guys say that's gone so far?
1: Yeah, I think um, after our meeting, I remember Jordan mentioning, all right, guys, tomorrow we're going to start working from like 9 to 12. We'll have a 30 minute lunch break and then we're going to head back to work. And I think all of us were like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like sure, <laughs> um, just because a lot of us still are recovering and um, a lot of us have just a variety of sicknesses that we're trying to get healed from. Um, It could be altitude sickness, it could be just the first time that we've really stopped after being on the road for so long and being in close quarters for so long. Um, So I think there was like a mutual understanding after he said that, that (laughs) of course, we're gonna try hard to, you know, do our work and promote this book. But at the same time, we all know that health is priority Mm -hmm. and I think that's what's been the most beautiful thing about this place in particular is that we can like everyone can go and go on their own walk there's so many hiking areas around here Um, I know that for me personally like whenever I talk on the phone I go down the road and go up this hike that's um, pretty close to the house and so Mm. it's just been like a perfect place to R- like, stop and relax and chill for a second, but then also, I think we're starting to p- really pick up on the remote work as well. And mm-hmm. it's really nice to be in one area where everyone can get up and meet in two seconds if you want, because everyone's just in the other room or everyone's in the backyard. So, I think that's been the really beautiful piece about working remote, but working remote together is that we are so. Close in proximity and we're able to get a lot done but yeah our health is number one and we've always kind of especially as the wellness coordinators we're always pushing for that
2: Yeah, and I think that's, I like that you just said that, Steph, because I think as wellness coordinators, we are always pushing for that, but Mm -hmm. in reality, a lot of our teammates are kind of like borderline workaholics, Mm -hmm. the overachiever college kids, or overachieving adults who are super ambitious and really don't want to find that work-life balance, and so I... Feel that a huge part of our job, especially in quarantine, is sitting next to someone and saying, "Hey, if you don't feel well, mm-hmm. take a nap. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. That's what the beauty of uh, quarantine, and that is reflective of what I think a lot of Americans have mm-hmm. experienced through quarantine: is realizing that you have almost the onus on your on yourself. Like you have the responsibility to decide what work life balance is, and. As a dietitian, I've seen people come out of quarantine, quote unquote, feeling that that time was very healthy for them because they mm-hmm. got to go on walks throughout the day. They had more time to make their food. They weren't eating out. Mm-hmm. They spent time with their family, etc. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's the total flip side of people who have come up to me and and said oh my goodness like I gained the COVID-19 and Mm -hmm. I had more alcohol than I have ever had in my life you know and I hate my family now (laughs) there's and there's probably more of a blurred Mm -hmm. you know both and Mm -hmm. of those two scenarios but coming back to our quarantine here I think we are trying to encourage a really healthy work environment Mm -hmm. where we can Mm -hmm. balance the recovery and the work
1: Mm -hmm. And I think on that too, um, there's so much respect amongst each other. Just because we've spent so much time together, um, we've truly become like a little family. So I think when, like, when I see other people taking a nap or like doing what they need to do to get through the day and like stay healthy and stay positive, there's no like judgment there. And I feel that from every single person that's on this team is that. Yeah, nobody's judging people for like taking a nap cuz we're super fatigued. Um, but we're all yeah, we're all just in support of each other.
0: Yeah, it's definitely been kind of an interesting dynamic of seeing how people adjust. I think Taylor brought up an interesting point of, you know, being forced to address our kind of work-life balance because that was definitely mm-hmm. not something that we did for <laughs> for a while there. I mean, you know, we kind of like it was kind of something that I remember reading like in our um in like our contracts prior to the job mm-hmm. about how we were going to plan to take like a rest day and there was one mentioned on like July fourth and I was thinking maybe we should do more <laughs> than one of those a month. Like I wonder how <laughs> a month wonder how they I <laughs> <so sad. laughs> wonder how that's gonna look. But um yeah, one of the things that like kind of struck me when I when we were going through the trip before we got stopped was that like Really, realistically, I mean, even when we're travel, even when we're traveling, those aren't rest days. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's not really mm-hmm. a way. There, it's not all that effective to try and, you know, even on the bus sleep when you're driving mm-hmm. eight and a half hours through 110 degree heat. Like, that's just not very <laughs> not conducive, and it's not very and yeah, just not very effective overall. But yeah, since we've been here so far, um, just for you guys personally, what's been one um, highlight of being in Big Bear and one low light that can be like dealing with anybody on the team or like anything else <laughs> Ooh, going wrong?
2: Juicy. Well, there's this kid named Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting he like, socks. <laughs> <laughs> He's forcing us to work right now. Full disclosure: <laughs> we like woke up from our nap. We're like ready to go <laughs> for this podcast. Uh, we're not ready. No, uh, we're here. High and a low. Mm-hmm. Oh, high for me is that we are so close to the mountains. Yeah, like you can uh, literally walk outside the front door, take a left, and walk seven minutes and mm-hmm. be on a mountain. Mm -hmm. which is just incredible that nourishes my soul
1: I think that took mine mine. (laughs) (laughs) okay I'll say the rock that I've been sitting on
2: (laughs) it's It's a metaphorical rock rock, and it's (laughs) mine
1: Um. No, but just being able to walk and breathe in really fresh, crisp air. I know that's something that I've missed being in Thailand where it's like 100% humidity and super hot all the time <laughs> is that I miss just like the perfect California weather um, and the crispness of it all. And that you see people riding their bikes and going on walks. I just love that everyone's active. Mm. I think that's been really beautiful. Mm. Low... I have two <laughs>
2: lows. <laughs> yeah, is that allowed? Yeah. I think I have a few as well. but go I'm Probably the same. <laughs> okay, you go first. <laughs> um, honestly, full disclosure, one of my lows, and Steph and I were talking about this earlier, is just feeling so aimless and tired. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I'm usually very, like, up early in the morning, boom, 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 mm-hmm. all day. Probably negligent of the work-life balance we just talked about. But since being here, I don't know if it's sickness or travel fatigue or COVID. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, really, I felt just more lethargic than Mm -hmm. I'm used to. And I'm trying to tell myself that that's okay um, and to not go for a run, even though I really want to and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's it, just weighs on me, I think, mentally, because my productivity is probably also a lot of my. feeling like worth and accomplished and like I can rest easy at night, you know? And so just go to bed and be like, what did I do today? It feels, Mm -hmm. which is, I mean, we still are doing a ton with wellness stuff, but yeah, that's Mm -hmm. one of my lows for sure. Mm -hmm. Are we talking about people with COVID? (laughs) Um,
1: that, yeah, that's probably been my low is just seeing, so many people get infected uh we've had like three or four one confirmed case and then probably like three or four like 99.9% sure they have COVID and then everybody else has experienced some symptoms including myself so on that like realm I just feel yeah, like every day I'm, I'm getting different symptoms of things. Like one day I'm super fatigued, the next day my back hurts like really bad and then <laughs> still <laughs> and does. It still does. <laughs> it's like day 4, I'm like what? Well, it's like going up my back. I'm <laughs> like what is this monster? <laughs> and it's just stressful and I think I'm just so over this pandemic to be honest. Mm-hmm. I'm just like tired of it and I know everybody else is. And um, I don't mean to make light of the situation because I know it's been a huge, like, monstrosity for a lot of people. Um, But it has just been super stressful just trying to make sure that everybody stays healthy. Like, we have (laughs) a quarantine room um, of people right now who for sure, we think for sure, have COVID. And I've been... And Taylor too and other people as well we've been checking in and delivering vitamin C and vitamin D and, and, their food. Um, and their food and stuff so I'm just kind of ready for everyone to to be healthy and to be in good spirits Yeah,
2: um, yeah. yeah that was actually my other low as well yeah. and I think people call us the moms and it's kind of a joke but you do <laughs> get that sense of almost like helplessness when your mm-hmm. kid is sick and you're like yeah there's only so much i can do like i look at the one who's laying on the ground by the door you mm-hmm. know and she's mm-hmm. just kind of a zombie sometimes totally fine <laughs> she's <laughs> fine no but i totally mean like okay. like steph said we're definitely doing everything we can to take it seriously and to make it as comfortable and as um of a safe situation for those mm-hmm. who are quarantining um i mean i 100 percent believe that they are safe and Mm -hmm. and we're doing the right thing i wouldn't be able to sleep at night if we weren't for sure but it doesn't make it any easier just to know that they're kind of sick and not feeling well like that Mm -hmm. sucks so yeah that's my low
0: yeah it's probably a good thing that you guys are some of the ones that have managed to stay relatively healthier you know because i think that for Mm -hmm. for me and for a lot of the other people that are still like you know pretty healthy on the team um one of the things that's kind of been pulling on us is like i guess a macro version of what you of what you just said where it's like we've been we've grown so tightly together as a team and when you remove four Mm -hmm. or five people for the entire for um an extended period of time it just kind of throws the balance of everything off Mm -hmm. on top of already like being stuck in one place for the first time in three weeks and Mm -hmm. having to like have renegotiate our work-life balances and stuff like that um so i think that that's probably um that's probably been the low for me is just like being separated from those people on Mm -hmm. the other hand i mean like now that you know Grace like has has moved into purgatory and out of whatever <laughs> seventh circle oh, yeah. we out of the COVID <laughs> kingdom. Um like that's you know, hope that like feel that happy to have people back and like see them get better mm-hmm. as that continues to happen. Um but yeah, so then obviously we've still got a little ways to go here. Um It's kind of like it's kind of a little bit fluid day to day because obviously we're waking up, crossing our fingers, hoping that no one develops any new any new symptoms. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, based on all the research that you guys have done that we've compiled as a team, what is kind of like, you know, the next steps look for look for us and for people that, like, you know, aren't quite familiar with what we'd be going through.
2: We've so we've done some research, we've reached out to different medical professionals and our game plan on the covid side is to um, basically wait until 14 days after the onset of the most recent COVID individual symptoms. So that's why Jenna alluded to, you know, kind of holding your breath, crossing our fingers, hoping that no one else uh, gets sick because if that were to happen, that would reset the clock. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the 14 days, if everyone's symptom free, then we've been reassured that that is our, um, the kind of the end of our quarantine window and that we wouldn't mm-hmm. be contagious and so in the interim period uh we're just trying to make the most of this time balancing like we said work working hard but then also we have different like activities planned mm-hmm. um bingo tonight mm-hmm, we did um a baby game the other oh, yeah. night <laughs> we're
1: getting creative <laughs> yeah
2: we'll let you guys guess what that game was <laughs> yeah oh did it involve real babies we'll <laughs> add a link let, at the end tune this in to this our next <laughs> podcast for the answer <laughs> uh, um, but yeah
1: I think that's that's true and that's what we've been doing and we've been doing daily monitor checks mm-hmm. just like checking in with everybody seeing what their symptoms are if they're the same symptoms as yesterday or if they're just different symptoms um, and taking everyone's temperature so I think that's been a good gauge of you know who's getting better who is maybe staying the same and then also who is getting more symptoms or people who haven't had symptoms and are are gaining some so um, we have a whole system down right now it's It's the healthy people are staying out of the, well, basically it's like COVID kingdom is what we're calling it with all (laughs) the COVIDs is (laughs) what I say to them, um, my COVIDs. And then we have um, the purgatory room, which is a new, (laughs) newly found room that we made yesterday, uh, kicked a couple healthy people out so that the two that have been um, sick, but also have not experienced symptoms the last couple of days, are able to go in there and kind of stay away from the super sick people and then also transition to the more healthier <laughs> healthier rooms and parts of the cabin. Um, so we have that system down. But I think the hardest part about this whole thing and what we've found after, even after loads of research and um, reaching out to our friends who are nurses and doctors is that nobody really knows like for sure anything it seems um I mean there's some things that are for certain but like the whole contagious thing we don't know there's like no studies really that show how long you are contagious for after you have COVID so what we're doing is we're doing like the the safest that we've seen um, just so that when we do get on the road we are a hundred percent sure that we are being safe and logical and um protecting ourselves and protecting the public. So so yeah, lots of lots of research but also lots of um trying to stay sane and have fun while we're in quarantine together.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean we're definitely have plenty to be thankful for in terms of a good place to be quarantined. I mean, yeah. you know, we're there's all of these different outdoor options and stuff like that but that doesn't discredit from the fact that we'll be that you know at the end of this having i think we'll all have some pretty unique experiences in terms of what a Mm -hmm. quarantine looks like i don't think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of other people that will have you know been stuck in a three and a half room cabin with with 16 other people for an extended period of time for quarantine so um if you guys have any you know monologues and like pieces of great advice for anyone else that might have to go through their own version um, of quarantine. What would that look like?
1: Can you repeat the question? (laughs) Yeah.
0: yeah, Just like any advice you'd have for somebody that's going through quarantine. Oh. um, or, Or is going to in the future.
1: Yeah. I think quarantine is such an interesting time. This is my third time in quarantine. Um, I was quarantined back in Nepal and then back when I got home at my parents' house for two weeks and then again here. So every time it's looked very, very different. And so for everyone, it's going to look different. But I think the biggest thing that I've kind of learned and what I would love to see other people do as well is just to almost submit or um, accept that you're going to need rest And it's okay to slow down (laughs) and you don't have to be a workaholic anymore, (laughs) at least for these next few weeks. You know, Um, I think America is so harped on that idea that we have to work extra hard, almost just for the image of it sometimes. And Taylor and I were just talking about this today, how you know, this, this whole pandemic has been such a crazy experience for so many of us, but I think it's really slowed us down in ways that need to be slowed down. And we were even talking about how, like before this, we were going to so many different weddings and so many different events on the weekends. We had so many different options for things. And now it's kind of like, okay, either I can go on a walk or I can play a board game. Um, And there's something beautiful about that because I think after all of this happens, we're going to go to a wedding and be like, wow, this is so cool to be able to do this, you know, without masks and to be around so many people. So I think just embrace the the gratitude um, that will likely come after this whole thing is over. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely not going to be normal, but I think it will be a new normal that we will just appreciate more than we ever did in the past
2: yeah yeah it's interesting because i wondered to myself like is the rest of the nation kind of done with the quarantine times because Mm -hmm. it does feel like a lot of countries countries probably too Mm -hmm. but i was going to say states and cities have really already progressed and phased to a certain extent back or they're Mm -hmm. on that progression Uh, But then it made me think, well, you know, maybe the new normal, quote-unquote, will be getting sick with something and being forced to quarantine in a way. Like, maybe it'll Mm -hmm. be a very normal um, thing to tell your boss, like, hey, I have COVID or I have the flu or I have mono. Okay, see you in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a normal part of our Mm -hmm. uh, protocol. And so then it made me think maybe my one piece of... I don't know, like not even advice, but just takeaway is how important relationships are when you are quarantining. Um, if you're living alone, that's so hard. Like you are totally by yourself, um, without human contact for those, um, weeks of quarantine. And so maybe if you know someone who's quarantining or if you yourself are quarantining, just make a point to continue to reach out to people, um, to talk on the phone or go on socially distant walks um because i think relationships are really what keep us sane um i think a lot of introverts have realized that during covid (laughs) Um, (laughs) i say as an extrovert i'm like ha (laughs) ha you get it now (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then also just to give kind of what going off of what steph was saying just to give yourself grace that it probably will be rough and it's not fun and it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be pretty um or it doesn't have to be there's no right or wrong quarantine except the messiness of it all (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: that's awesome guys thanks so much for your input as always i mean we'll be uh we've got some got some interesting days coming up but i think that we've Mm -hmm. probably gotten through some of the hardest ones so far so i'm really looking forward to uh standing strong through the rest of it thanks again (laughs) thanks again for tuning in to new roads with jordan o'donnell and this time jonah baker then once again that was taylor vashro and steph Frolick and i really hope you guys enjoyed our conversation if you have any questions about how our quarantine is going out here in big bear uh or if you have any questions for me personally feel free to reach out to our social medias at zoon garden bus tour on instagram and twitter or jordan o'donnell author on those same pages as well as facebook Um, If you haven't already, make sure to check out Zune Garden, Jordan O'Donnell's forthcoming novel on Amazon. Give us a review on Goodreads as well. If you want to help the podcast grow, please leave a review in the comments below. Uh, It's the easiest way for us to kind of keep getting the message out. And we look forward to hanging out with you guys next time. Until then, see you later.